Welcome back to Think of the Children. It's a premiere podcast in which we attempt to do a profane, dark art and throw your childhood into a big blender with a bunch of children, just like in that one episode of The Simpsons. How's it going, everyone? I am bad at the opening jokes now. My name is Owen Piper. My name is Jay Little. As once again, once again, he would, he would not sound less excited to do this podcast. I'm just... I'm in pain. I'm also disappointed because I thought, I thought, I thought you were gonna say, throw your child into the fires of Mount Doom, and I was like, a Lord of the Rings reference. Then I remembered, you have not seen it. I, okay, so, listen, uh, I might not have seen it, but I've absorbed enough knowledge of Lord of the Rings just through cultural osmosis. I know what Mount Doom is, and I know what the Ring is. I'm not a complete fucking philistine, Jay. Jesus Christ. Yeah, I'm just saying, but like... You I know about that little Andy Serkis goblin fella that's just like, my precious, give it to me. And then people he's used to talk a, about that. He's not a goblin, sometimes. he's a hobbit. He looks a, he looks a bit like a goblin. Well, he's not though, really a hobbit real, anymore. Like, He's kind of a hobbit. No, he's... He's, 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 a, he's, he's a hobbit, exactly. and when you see him in his actual original hobbit form as Andy Serkis, he's somehow more terrifying, because he's still acting like goblin, but like... <laughs> goblin, golem. But as like a fucking hobbit, uh, yeah. so you're just there like ah, okay. I've ruined, I've ruined Gollum for you. <laughs> Welcome back to Think of the Children. It's a premiere podcast in which you ruin your childhood. Um, and we're gonna do our show that we did. We're sorry about last week. We didn't have an episode. Um, I'm gonna just be level. I'm a, I'm a level with you. It just wasn't good enough. It was shit. So <laughs> we didn't upload it because I feel like the show is doing really well at the moment, like in terms of quality. Yeah, it wasn't good enough. So fuck it. We're doing this. We did another one. Um, what was I doing, Jay? I was doing uh, something. We were, dis- we were discussing. We're probably going to discuss how much money we made last time we released a product. That is generally the format of the show. Yes. Um, thank you to Ismay for coming on last time and for fucking enduring that fever dream with me. I don't know what the fuck happened, but something I did. happened. Something certainly occurred. <laughs> So thank you to Ismay, very funny lady. And it was terrible. Very funny lady was Ismay, I'm glad she came on the show. Definitely like to have her back again for another guest spot sometime. I, okay, I think, I think, the last thing I remember before everything got fucked was the words Pittsburgh Pigs. I don't remember what actually happened. I don't think we ever did anything with that. No, we did, we did Kim Possible, I think, something to do with Kim Possible. Well, I think the Kim Possible thing, I think we just like... We just made her face real life dictators, and then we discussed how we were all weirdly attracted to the emo lady when we were children. We were all we were all very attracted to the emo girl when we were children. Most people were like, most people hit that and were like, nah, we're not gonna crush on emo girls. Meanwhile, Jay's in the distance, like, oh shit, I missed the fucking friend. <laughs> Did any money come into the studio um, from la- from last week's? Not last week's, last episode's kind of terrible, awful thing that occurred. I mean, apart from, like, the people who threw pennies through our windows that went through the office. 
and then out the other end. So technically, <laughs> technically something came into the office, but it also left. So no, we made no money. Our, our office took, is on like a hill. A, it's like on an incline. Yeah, we took a net <laughs> Just, market loss. Our, our, we actually, it's really weird because people see our like office and they're very weirded out because they're like, that's not an office. That's like a straight up evil, like Bond villain sort of thing. Because we're in the Alps. And, like, we're on kind of like an edge of a cliff face. For tax reasons, you understand. Yeah. You know, we can't live anywhere else because it's illegal to, you know, host various types of weaponry that I've created to fund the and company when we're not making... children. I mean, not necessarily murder children. I'm talking, like, I murder across the age range. I'm not picky. <laughs> I'm a terrible person. That is very true. Um, so, no money was made last week uh, last time unfortunately which means ismay your appearance here was worthless um so let's 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 let's, let's, let's do some shall we should we do some of the show that we do so well, good. i'm down so for doing good. some of the show my boy of boys let's do the show we let's do the show we did so good we did we do so good um so jay have you got any you want to do um nothing really that i could think of um great sick you had two weeks <laughs> i know but i've been doing stuff <laughs> We had a two-week break, and you got fuck all. <laughs> Thanks, man. Yeah. <laughs> Great. Sick. <laughs> Fucking hell. Um, okay, I've got a few. I've got some listener ones. I've got some uh, ones from my own dome piece. I guess I'll go with a listener one. Um, I've got one here from Bonnie, otherwise known as Rona, from Not Saying the Wrong Podcast, and at Rona Battlecry on Twitter. Um, do you remember, Jay... Um, the Channel Four—it wasn't originally Channel Four or anything, but it was a—it was a—it was a children's morning show called The Hoobs. No, I don't. What the fuck is that? You don't know what the Hoobs are, dude. You know who the Hoobs are. It's Ivor Groove and Tula. They're Hoobs and they're ready to go. Wait, it was... <laughs> were they the ones that were in the truck? Yeah, they were in the Hoobmobile. Um, so it was a Jim Henson um, original thing. And they were like four puppets called the Hoobs. The central conceit of the Hoobs were the Hoobs are aliens from space. Um, there were five of them. Um, Hubba Hubba, Ivor, Groove and Tula and Roma. They're from a place called Hoobland, which is in space. And Hubba Hubba is sort of like the grand prime minister of Hoobs. And he sent these other four Hoobs to Earth to um, find the answer to a question put in, put in a big book. Um, back in Hoobland, where they they endeavour to learn everything about us. Um, Hubba Hubba stays in Hoobland. He's like he's like the prime minister of Hoobland or whatever, and he sent his field agents to find the dark the dark things that they have discovered. They have a, like they have like technology based on music. Like their 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 magic truck runs on music made by small robots. It's a weird show. Um, but it had like four seasons, and it premiered on Channel Four, and it was very popular. Like it had remember, like two hundred and fifty episodes. I remember watching it, but I have a question: like, like how shitty would their days have been? Where they're like learning about all the things? They're like, oh, we learned about like ice cream and cakes and like you know beautiful vistas, and they're like, oh, cool, thermonuclear weapon. Wonder what that is. <laughs> And they learn like, oh, no. I think the other thing is like they'll be learning about humans and be like, man, they have such propensity for great genius and good. And then they'll learn about the time the U.S. government lost a thermonuclear weapon in Carolina one time. That's a true story, by the way. No, they did. They have no. They to this day they don't know where it is. There's like there was a plane. It was a B-52, and it basically broke up over North Carolina, and it was carrying two 
thermonuclear weapons. By the way, one of these weapons, if it had gone off, would have detonated with the same amount of force that would detonate if you detonated every kind, every like ordinance ever created by mankind up to that point. That's how powerful this thing was. Right. One of the guys who was on the site said, "Yeah, because of by the way, every failsafe for these weapons uh, failed apart from one, which is weirdly amusing because they're called failsafes." But yeah. so one failsafe stopped, and I quote. They're from being a Bay of Carolina. Jesus. Yeah, that's a, and they lost the core to one of them. And I was like, I don't know if they found it like, out there somewhere. Yeah, in the I was US. like, I think I don't know where. I think it must be like fucking sixteen, and I was on fucking Vsauce or some shit. And I was like, oh wow, cool. Let's like watch this interesting video. And they were like, oh yeah, and they lost it. And I was like, that's concerning. <laughs> that it could dent the coastline of the United States, and they don't know where it is. <laughs> so maybe the hoobs find this I, what i liked about the hoobs was it was weird like this is like the episodes weren't just like okay they find out about frogs and then they find out about birds they find out about really weird abstract concepts like fixing things keeping warm disease fucking the concept of up and down the you know the fucking concept of tidying up or pears it's not just like noun objects or the concept of names itself even is a thing that they, they go into at one stage and I'm like, what the fuck is this it's so weird i have an idea so i've been weirdly watching a bunch of i watched a couple of video essays about uh like horror films like a couple of existential ones the other day and i think we should just basically if they learn if they learn about concepts of things i think we should like take them on a journey of like philosophy where they learn about various concepts but like really depressing ones like nihilism yeah. existential terror <laughs> like the episode opens and they're reading fucking harlan ellison's i have no mouth and i must scream and they're like what the fuck is this <laughs> and they're just like yeah cool all right i'm like all right okay but yeah Jesus. i'd watch that like just a discussion on like existential concepts <laughs> with puppets with puppets yeah because you can but like <laughs> All the music is really bright, but at the end of the episode, we just have a scene of them, like, returning to their, like, quarters in their truck, I guess, and they're just sat on the edge of the bed, like, <sighs> okay, learned about some pretty heavy shit today. <laughs> and then they t- the hubba hubba tunes are like, hello, hoops, what did you learn today? Today we learned about the all-encompassing concept of death. <laughs> like, that's wonderful, I'll add it to the Hoobapedia. Today we learned about the uh, works of quoted uh, popular nihilist Soren Kierkegaard <laughs> my idea for it was this and it's it's. I've been listening to a lot of musicals recently again because I've kind of fallen in love with it what do you mean you recently that's all you do well more even more so and I was re-listening to Jeff Wayne's War of the Worlds so I'm thinking like the chances of anything coming from Hoobland were a million to one he said but the chances of anything coming from hooplands were a million to one but still they come so maybe they're here to, maybe they're here to sort of like run a secret reconnaissance mission to take over the earth and overthrow it and turn it into i don't know just a breeding planet where all the hoops can come and fuck i don't know <laughs> maybe so just hubba hubba's like you want to remake war of the worlds slash aliens but with fucking <laughs> Hoops. Yeah, with pop, with with the hoops. And the sequel is the fucking like reinforced is like the the count. It's like a kill zone two sort of deal. It's like it's actually the counter attack for the sequel. And you just like oh shit. And we just have like a fucking it's Hoobland, man. It's Hoobland. Like with fucking <laughs> Hudson and goddamn aliens. I love that scene. It's so good. 
it's a good scene. This is very good. It's such a good so, film. but. Jo- but okay, so they come to learn everything they can about us in order to take over. But along the way, they learn about the propensity that humankind has for destroying itself, and just for you know, for, again, for nihil- for concepts like nihilism and and all that shit, all that very depressing stuff. And in the end, they're just like, "This is this ain't worth it. Should we just fucking go to Mars?" Yeah. And then they go to Mars because I feel like that. And they're like, there's and nothing they all there. Immediately die. Yeah, no, they, they go there. There's nothing there. They terraform it, and then like, humanity is like, oh man, something different. Let's kill it, as we are prone to do historically. <laughs> oh, hubris. Yeah. <laughs> and then we go to Mars, and we're like, we finally colonized Mars, and someone's like, we didn't colonize it, dude. We murdered like everyone here and just took their shit. It's the same thing. We, colon- <laughs> we colonized Mars, but at what cost? And someone's like, like it's just a bunch of fucking puppets, man. Like, who gives a shit? <laughs> you can see the puppet operators. What you the can, fuck? yeah. There's like, it's like the entire invasion was orchestrated by fucking weird dudes with puppets on their hands, and then they were like, oh, it's not really working. Let's go to Mars, and then we were like, these guys are international criminals. We have to go to Mars and like collect them. And then like they put up, we have this epic fucking Death Star run battle with the fucking Endor, and it's just as threatening. Because instead of Ewoks, we just have fucking people with puppet hands. <laughs> Except instead of the stormtroopers suddenly becoming, like, idiots, we actually, like, are deploying real militaries. And they're like, cool, we're just gonna, like, airstrike the shit out of it and then move in and take everyone. Okay, sorry, just one second. Because there was a Hoobs video game on PS2. What? Why? Um, because fuck off. I think a lot of questions <laughs> that I no, ask could be... It was a play- Okay, it was a, it was a PS1. Oh, it was the PS1. That's fine. And it looks fucking awful. <laughs> and I need to own this immediately. Good God. I must have this game. I'll, so, I'll deal with that. Is the website still up? No, okay, the website's done. I will, I'll buy that and I'll do a Let's I'm Play. Like, I'm, like, I'm sat in my room right now and I'm thinking, like, you're talking about this game is amazing, I have to own it. And I'm like looking at fucking... I'm looking at like a bunch of like critically acclaimed games for like story, <laughs> atmosphere and how they design and I'm like... Man, Owen is smart with his decisions for games. Like, if right, if the thing is, if I didn't like bad media, I wouldn't be doing this podcast. <laughs> like that's like the whole central. Cr- I love shit movies and stuff. So like that's part of the reason why we're even doing. Oh, this I show. like them as if well. You're gonna drag. I actually, you if know you're what? I drag don't... the central reason for this show's existence. I don't even know what we're doing here. I go through. Anymore. I go through phases where I like. I have like certain stuff that I love making people experience because it's never like I hate it a lot but they usually don't like i made someone watch the worst anime i've ever watched there's a lot of bad anime in the world but the worst one i ever I watched have oh, i told you about this is it you gonna say are you gonna say sword art because if you're, you you've told me about this on the podcast before no 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 so no, no, no it's not sword art online it's infinite stratos it's another okay. anime it's the fucking most boring cookie cutter thing ever and i love watching it because it's terrible even though we've got shit like Gurren Lagan and other anime that I can't be bothered to remember because all anime is terrible. <laughs> and just Guren because Guren is the only good anime. And Durarara and fucking other shit. But no, I've got to watch that. And Starship <laughs> Troopers is the best film ever. It has my favorite. Li- it has probably one of my favorite lines in sci-fi, which even in like counting Star Wars and all the other fucking games I played, my favorite my favorite scene is just the enemy cannot press a button if you disable his hand. It's the best line. <laughs> I love it. Because it's it's fucking prefaced by 
the guy who plays Mr. Krabs throwing a knife through a dude's hand and pinning it to a wall. I'm like, damn, Mr. Krabs. I didn't realize the Krusty Krab was doing that bad. Shit. You know. So that was um, that was the hoops. Uh, so, <laughs> thank you, Bonnie, for the suggestion. Uh, it's very good. Um, you got anything? You managed to come up with anything off the old dome piece while we were chatting? Or? I mean, I'm just kind of looking at my shelf and like thinking stuff. Did you ever watch Futurama or Bender's Game? I watched every episode of Futurama, man. Like, no, I, I mean, the, I mean the movie Bender's Game. I watched the movie too, yeah. It's so good. I love it. I don't know if you want to ruin that, yeah. or if we can really do that, because it's not really a... Ch- I guess it's kind of a childhood thing. We could ruin Futurama as a whole. Yeah. I mean, it's a very... Yeah. I mean... Okay, so Futurama, for the two people on Earth that don't know what that is, is Matt Groening's best animated series, bar none. Um, it's very good. Critically acclaimed science fiction... Science comedy. It's very good. I like it a lot. Um, so maybe I don't know. I don't know how fu- how we fucking ruin Futurama. Maybe we just fucking. It's set in the future. Like the thing is, it's set in the future, and it's, that's baked into it. You can't take that out. But like, I think what a lot of people liked about Futurama is like how absurdist it was. Yeah. It was very fucking weird. Like, take the professor for example, Professor Fonsworth. Just him as a, if he enters a room, comedy happens. It's good fantastic. news, everyone. Except just that alone primes for so much good comedy gold. So I think we just make him a very generic character and remove all good, likable things about... I Basically, I like Professor Farnsworth a lot. He's the best part of the show, and if we remove him, I feel like a lot of the show dies I like, um, because I think, of that. I think you're wrong, because the best character is Bender. I mean... He's, I he's, he's, the most he's the most quotable character. Doesn't mean he's the best character. Though. No, but like he's memorable. I think I think a character can be defined by how good it is by how much you remember and want to quote them. I like don't agree with that necessarily. I mean, like I mean, I think I'm a char- a character. I always find like a character who is memorable to me is more interesting than a character who isn't. But it's like objectively well, no, I, good. I I get that, but like I couldn't tell you a single fucking line from I don't know. I'm trying to think of a movie now, or a, or a videos game, or something. I couldn't tell you a single fucking line that Master Chief says in the Halo series, but I still know who he is as a character. Yeah, like, that's not what I'm saying. I'm not saying. I'm just saying like he's a more interesting and better character if you remember him, because you you either remember you remember two things: you either remember the better characters or the worst characters. But that's the thing about Futurama: everyone remembers every single character because they all have a lot of really good, memorable moments. Yeah, but Bender every is emphatically the, the best because I said so. Right, okay, I forgot. You were the arbiter of what... And also he's voiced by John DiMaggio, and that's already a win. Because John DiMaggio's fucking fucking great. Fucking Fry is voiced by... What's it up by... You don't even remember his name! Billy West. (laughs) Yeah, that's great, but John DiMaggio is way cooler. Right, listen, mate. We can stay here and argue about who the best character in fucking Futurama is all day. And that's, what, that's, why show, it's so a, that's why it's a good show, because you have to argue about <laughs> yeah, who's that, the best. That's, yeah, that's true. Like, the fact that you can have a debate like that is what makes it a good show. So I think we... I don't know. We'd have to, we'd have to strip all the charm out of it. Um, but I don't really know how we do that. Do you have any idea for how we could possibly ruin it? I mean, you could you could take... Because like, it's set in the future, which is, which is tied to it, which is important. So, like, you still have it in the future, but, like... You do it in the most boring settings. So, like, oh, it's in the future, yeah. sure, but all the characters are like in the like work. Everything is. Where they every, work in the. Everything op- is the same. Yeah, they no no no. <laughs> no, it's it's like st- no, it's still the Futurama universe, but it's just focused around characters who work in an office. 
And, like, but even the offices in Futurama are butt wild. The fucking like no, but like pneumatic tubes and shit, and like, the fucking central bureaucracy and things like that. Yeah, but like, like, but like not a cool office, just a regular office. Okay, so we put the okay, so it's the office in the future. No, yeah, that's why I knew you were gonna say that. But like, it's a real office where like real people, so it's not comedic at all. There's just regular okay. people, or they're all okay. robots, and it's just a live stream of robots doing menial tasks in the future. <laughs> and that's it. <laughs> okay, okay, I like this. So it's okay, so it's it's somehow being broadcast back into to 2000 or whatever. Yeah, it's through the power of I don't know the future Grayscale. webcams that we have, whatever, um, and. Through me, it's literally just a live stream of some robots in a lab doing some shit to some bacteria in a petri dish for twenty seasons. Yeah, that sounds good. And somehow that's the most popular show on the. They don't even they 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 like the robots have like names like you know D one dash one and like H four seven two or whatever. They don't, but they're not they don't have personalities because they are literally just robotic arms. Yeah. they have nothing. That, and I think that's like a testament to Futurama. The only way we can make it worse is by removing everything good about it. Yeah. Like, like there's nothing, there's no like funny, like goof thing we can do to make it shit. I'm interested, it already... in, I'm interested in Gruning's new show though on Netflix, which is just like fantasy that, Futurama. Uh, I'm kind of into that. I haven't, I've I only really seen like a couple like character, like char- like screenshots and I've seen its name and yeah. I was like, that looks like it could be interesting. I have I to say trailer, like, a lot um, of, there were cartoons I've it, seen. Like, eh. Love cartoons I've seen yeah. are like on Netflix are better, I think, because no one really expects anything from cartoons. So they're like, it, yeah. just do what you want with it. And then you get shit like Bojack Horseman, you get Final Space, which is pretty fucking good as well. Very Bojack weird. Horseman is one of the most... It's one of the best animated things it's ever just, made by humans. It's one of it's the best. So good. It's one of the best shows, I think, that I've ever seen easily it's so good and it's way better than it has any right to be yeah you can't really like yeah fuck it's oh, that that show is good but like i'm just saying like a lot i think a lot of people try with animated shows to like copy not necessarily copy but they try to like you know people see like like if you've heard of pacific heat which is another netflix original cartoon i've never seen it but i've heard from multiple people that it's the dullest shit and it's one of those shows it's like yeah it's re- it's like Oh, we're going to be offensive because other show because it's it's a se- it's a blatant rip off of Archer. Like you can't look at it and be like, yeah. that's an original. No, it's Archer. But the thing about Archer is yeah. that the way its offensive jokes are handled is really well through the vein of like, you know, dumb shit that people think because they're idiots or like because it's supposed to be like set in the sixties and fifties. They can kind of be like, this is a period piece when it's blatantly not. Yeah, but like that's the problem. So if you're going to make a cartoon for Netflix, anybody who's listening out there, make sure that you're actually like not just trying to be like build on anything but if you are going to build on anything put your own spin on it yeah because otherwise you get pacific heat and no one remembers that fucking show you ass that's just some good that's just some good fucking yeah there's there's this whole conception of like you know oh like anything unoriginal is fucking bad like no okay because like creativity as a rule is just taking stuff that already exists and like putting your own spin on it so if you're gonna make a fucking like Game of Thrones is not that groundbreaking in terms of like, you know, fantasy tropes. It does a lot of shit. You can be like, oh, okay, but at least it's interesting because it's its own spin on the genre of fantasy. Mm-hmm. I just fucking people are ass sometimes, and I, they annoy me. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> um, I have another one here. If you want to do it, you ready? You ready? Yeah, do you it. Ready? Um, there's a show I remember a lot. So I watched a lot of like the, the old Jerry Anderson. Pu- we, we, I'm leaning hard into puppets this week. Um, there was like an old Jerry Anderson 
show I watched, we obviously, if you don't know, is the, the creator of Thunderbirds. But he also made a very good show um, called Captain Scarlet. Oh, yeah. Which is fantastic. I love Captain Scarlet. Um, so Captain Scarlet was about a secret organization called Spectrum uh, against their, their fight against the evil aliens, the Mysterion, the Mysterons, sorry. Not Mysterion is a Spider-Man villain. And there it is. We got it. Put the Spider-Man villain Mysterion into Captain Scarlet. Fuck. That's very good is the thing. Shit. Mysterion. Do you know much about Mysterion is at my- all? Is Mysterion the one? Mysterio. S- it's, it's Mysterio, not Mysterion. Spoilers, Spoil- Spoil- I guess. I don't remember which comic series it is. I think it's Secret War. I don't fucking know. They all have the same name. But there's a there's a there's a scene in one of the Marvel comic books where basically I think it's Mysterio. Mysterio can like hypnotize people and like make them hallucinate, right? Yeah. Basically, yeah, yeah, yeah. uh, he does that to Wolverine, but makes it so that like he thinks every like the the X Men match has been invaded and then he murders everyone inside of it. And it's really clever. That sounds like the kind of thing he'd do. Yeah, that sounds. Like it's really because it's really because I've I'm like not that attached to like the majority of Marvel characters. So like there's a yeah. but there's a really cool panel where it's like it's just him stood in the middle and like Mysterio's like ha ha I tricked you like. Doing some fucking weird vaudeville, like, ha ha ha, I'm the evil villain. And there's yeah, this, like, he's so good. Jubilee's fucking upper torso, like, hanging off the edge of Wolverine's <laughs> claws. I'm like, oh my god. That sounds, that sounds about right. So I think we make um, Mysterio like that, but, like, he just does fucked up shit all the time. Yeah, he's, like, really fucking, like, Austin. T- the thing about the Myst- uh, the Mysterons were that they were very mis- that all you ever saw of them were like a couple of lights, and they could like recreate the exact likeness of an object or person. I have an idea. Actually. Um, okay. Instead of having like the Mysterons be like really, we just make it the show really upsetting. So like instead of the Mysterons being like, oh, we're very secretive. They're like, okay, we're gonna like destroy all of New York, and then Captain Scarlet's like, we're going to stop them, and they like plan out this amazing defense. And then they blink and New York is just gone. And they're like, what the fuck? So, like, it's just a show about them constantly trying to stop the non-Mysterons as they just destroy various human institutions with no knowledge of how... failure. Yeah. Like, it's like fucking Lupin when he sends a fucking card ahead. He's like, I'm going to rob you. Except it's like, I'm going to commit mass genocide on a fucking planetary scale and you can't do anything about it. And everyone's like, okay, we're going to stop you, though. And they're like, oh, we didn't. Bye, London, I guess. And also Mysterio is there. Yeah, Mysterio. Because I, 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 I'm married to this idea now of just him like, ha ha, Captain Scarlet. Yeah, it's, Do you see what they've done? Yeah, it's, my revi- it's revealed the at the end that Mysterio was them all along and he's just an evil person. But he's completely fucking crazy. Oh, maybe he, he didn't do any of it. He just hypnotized them all to think Yeah, he just hypnotized like, this fucking elite squad of humans into thinking that they just. Just about eight people. Just eight people on a ship, and he just he yeah. It's like it's it not even the, like it's, for no reason. It's not, it's not even like a fucking proper like it's super ship. It's just like some fucking random like <laughs> Royal fun. Navy patrol boat. He's like, well, there's the Royal Navy. I'm gonna fuck with them for a bit. I'm bored. I'm in London. I'm on yeah. holiday. Why not fuck him? <laughs> he just like fucks with them for like three episodes, like for like fucking two seasons, and then he's like, well, cool. Time to go back to New York, I guess. Spider Man's had enough of a break. He's had some more horrible shit happen to him and Mary Jane Parker. I might as well go his, back and do my own bit. His body is swapped with Dr. Octavius again. Why the fuck not? <laughs> um, that's very good is the thing. I love that. Yeah. Just Mysterio fucking with a, ran- a group of random people on a boat. Just <laughs> We know that's what's happening, but they have no idea. There's a lot of dramatic yeah. irony, and I like that a lot. Yeah. Um, and he's the only non-puppet character, I, love I guess. It. I don't know. I, uh, Very good. I have a, I have an idea. I like. Okay. 
I'm gonna go. Uh, you're on the you're on the bender of puppets. I'm on the bender of cartoons that I love and adore. Uh, okay. There's like a when I <laughs> there'll be a backstory. I uh, when I was when I was young, we did not have like a lot of. Uh, we had like Freeview, but obviously like I would only watch Freeview in the mornings to get up to school and then go off. But obviously, most times I didn't wake up because of who I am as a person. So I would miss a lot of cartoons. But eventually, we got uh, through a deal. We got a Skybox, and my mom set it up and was like. Do you want to watch some TV? And I was like, I don't even know what's on Sky because I've never had it before. But I knew from my friend's house that they had like, you know, Cartoon Network. So I watched Cartoon Network and then uh, I started watching a bunch of shows. Now, everyone talks about how Adventure Time is like the best kids cartoon for adults. But the thing is that like those people are wrong and need to leave because the best show on Cartoon Network that's supposedly for kids but is totally for adults is regular show. And that show is fucking fantastic. And I got way too emotionally invested in it and I want to ruin it. I've never even seen it. What the fuck? Oh, dude, it's so good. Basically, like, um... right? You've got to remember, I don't have Cartoon Network. No, 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 like, no, 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 no. That's no. But I'm, I'm saying, like, if you can find a way to watch it, you need to because it's a super good show. But like, basic, the basic premise yeah. is, is, um, um, it's one of those shows. that's like, you know, like world of like the magical world of Gumball or whatever the fuck it was. It's just like a really weird, absurdist uh, cartoon. But the the spin that they put on it is like everything weird that happens is taken as like normal. So it's basically just a sitcom with like really absurd elements in it. So the two main characters okay. are like uh, this guy, a blue jay called Mordecai, uh, and a raccoon called Rigby, and they're like best friends. And uh, you know, it starts off that they're just like they're in their mid twenties, they're just working in in this park as like caretakers part time, so they can like earn to do whatever. But then as the show goes on, like yeah. they have like fucking personalities, they have like character arcs and shit. They, I think, I think in the final like season, they go to actual war. Like an interstellar war with the fucking with like where they serve alongside other park rangers and shit. <laughs> I, I start watching after all because we we don't have Sky anymore. But like it's a super good show. Like Mordecai has like a girlfriend who then leaves, which is really depressing. And then he gets a new girlfriend, has a whole like fucking thing with her, and then he get, they have like a really it's really a really weirdly accurate show to what real life is like. So you're watching it like as a teenager, you're like I don't know, decided to do this happening, and you're looking back at it like at age twenty, you're like holy fucking shit, I get it. It's so <laughs> weird and it's super good, and it's made by a genius. But there's loads there of go. but there's loads of like um, weird characters in it, like uh, Mark Hamill's in it actually. He plays he plays a yeti called Skips, who who's called Skips because he skips everywhere because he used to skip with this girl, but then she died, and because his name used to be Walks because he walks everywhere, but then he became Skips when she died to honor her memory. Oh, that's, uh, there's that's fucked up. There's <laughs> Benson, who's a gumball machine, for some reason. There's Muscle Man, who's just a fat dude. There's High Five Ghost, who's a ghost with a hand on his head to high five people with. That's the whole show. How can we ruin this, then? How, how, do, you, how do you think we can ruin this? I think if you, you just do what Adventure Time does, which is you just lean really heavily into the absurdist shit, because the charm of regular show, at least for me, was that it's it's still a very grounded show. Like, all of the, all of the problems that happen are a result of, like, them wanting to do normal things. But then weird shit happens to like, etc. Like in one episode, um, Mordecai is going on a date with his girlfriend CJ, and then because of a favor they owe to the literal embodiment of death, they have to babysit his son, and then that's the entire episode. Right. So I think what you do is you just like that's like you just really lean into the absurdist shit and have none of the charm. Or okay. alternatively, can you, give me, can you give me an example? Okay, this is gonna be difficult. I don't know, like, <laughs> like. Oh, this is hard. I've never had to rely on just my. Yeah, book. I know, right? Shit. <laughs> Usually when we do it, it's fucking hard, huh? Usually when we do it, we both know what the show is. 
I have no fucking idea what this show is. So I, I know need it's some more sort of context. I don't know. I don't know if you can ruin it. Actually, it's really it's one of those shows that's really hard to ruin because it's just kind of like if you change anything, yeah. it ceases to be the show it originally was. I think we can do this, and I think that I, I don't know how this is going to work. I don't really even have an idea. I'm kind of just going to talk and make and see if something happens. I'm just say just random ideas, and if like if it sticks out to me, someone who's watched a bunch of the show. What was really funny about the show was is originally like it ha- it was for adults though. Like there's an episode yeah. where um, they almost get killed by hot dogs who don't want to be eaten. Uh. <laughs> I think we go the other. Okay, I, my, here's my thing. I think we go the other way with it, and we make it real fucking mundane and boring. Like, I, but we keep the sort of like it's a bird and a raccoon, so it's still a fantastical world. But nothing good happens. Nothing weird like that happens to these characters. Yeah. Like they see other people do all this weird shit with like a big yeah equal skips and the fucking I don't know a space gumball machine, and like you see them do it, but that's like oh. I, well, I wish I could go, but unfortunately, I have to go to work tomorrow. And it just becomes a very depressing allegory for sort of like, you know, capitalism. Yeah. A, <laughs> the show a is. Very upsetting... you, know what, you, you know what? Actually, we can do it. You can just like. You can make the show so that um, it's just like the aftermath of them dealing with all the terrible shit. But like, from the point of view of a character who's never involved. Like, Benson, who's their boss, is just always like. Has just the most depressing life where he's always trying to meet someone. Because he's like his early 40s and he's not got a girlfriend. He used to be uh, he used to be a drummer who was so good he made a drum solo that no one could perform without that skeleton lighting on fire. The more I talk about this show, the more I think people are going to want to watch it. And they should because it's super good. Yeah. Yeah, I might, I might try and find this now. It's super good. Um, it made me cry. That's how good yeah, it is. No, I think, it, I think we just, again, I think we just turn it into a fucking very depressing sort of story about how capitalism is flawed and eventually sucks the life out of everyone that takes part in yeah. it. So like everyone, all, all their friends are off and they're doing things like they're going to a music con- concert in a new dimension or something and they're like, oh come on Mordecai and they're like, I can't man I've got to fucking return this library book Yeah. because if I don't I'll get fined and I can't afford that because I've got to pay rent this month and, it, and you know we have long extended sequences of him paying his rent <laughs> And of him going to the tax office and standing in line and fucking, you know, filing form C25A to fucking get a permit to build a shed in his back garden. And then he and then we see him do that. And yeah. in the background this whole time, there's a fucking magic space train that's riding by. And they're like, your life is re- is is leaving, is going by so quickly. You, you're going to lo- you're going to miss out. You will one day die. And I think, and I think that speaks to me very much as a person that lives on Earth today. So I, I, I'm into that. Yeah. Well, maybe we make it so we skip it ahead as well. So, like, all the crazy shit has happened. And Mordecai's now, like, in his 30s and he's still working at the park. Oh! Like, okay. know, he, never, he never goes no, back I like to. He never, he, never, he never does the finale where he goes back to, like, art college and, like, finishes his degree. He just. Which is a legit yeah. story thread, which is really weird because it's too real. But, like, he just. That's very good, he actually. Just, like, yeah. he peaked. Oh, that's better. So, like, you know, your life has already passed you by. Yeah. Now this is it. This is all you've got left. Yeah. The, the, oh, that's depressing. So it's just, him, it's just him and Margaret dealing with, like... Oh, man, I was so mad about that shit. I can't rant. I can't rant anymore about Mordecai and Margaret being the worst <laughs> couple and him and CJ being the best couple. It doesn't matter! Anyway, um... Yeah, so, like, it's just him and Margaret, like, you know, having, like, normal domestic problems that happen to, like, married couples who, like, have no reason to really be together apart from the fact that they, like, had kids. Maybe they have... Do they have kids? They do have kids in the finale, I believe. 
I think he had. Okay, so he, he, so you know, he, they're staying together just for the kids' sake, and it's like, oh, let's yeah. give him a little one from college, and then we'll see how we do. But like, he's uh, not really that close to either of his kids, any like either. He's just kind of around. yeah. He's he's a bad father. He's, he's not, not he's, a good dad. He's not a bad father. He's just like like his kids just don't really have anything in common with him, so they just don't like yeah. interact with him at all. Like he's just there, like, oh hey, do you want to lift from school? And they're like, yeah. And then like the car is just silence. Yeah, that's what I'm saying when I say bad. I'm not saying like he throws them against walls when they misbehave. I'm just like he doesn't know how to connect to his children because the only person he's ever known how to connect to is his raccoon friend. Yeah. And, and, yeah, and we changed. We, we changed. Yeah, we changed it so that like in the war, which is like the most like important moment of his life. Like I think also the other thing is like we add that I don't remember if there was a war. I don't know where I'm getting that from. I know they fought a war at some point, but like maybe there's a war, like between the parks and like he was like his like act of heroism nobody saw it so he's never remembered for it so it's just him bitterly living out the rest of his life and like his friends oh. his friend died who was like the only person who saw it but like he died before yeah. anyone could do it fuck this is sad now <laughs> so that was the murder that was regular show okay so that's fun. i don't watch regular um, show again yeah let's make it very sad for the rest of linear time yeah um, you know and then, but the thing about that is a lot of the kids are gonna be like oh it's so relatable and then it'll become a smash hit success yeah I that's think. what we want I think. Of course we wanted. They, they think it's very relatable content. Um, thank you so much for listening to Think of the Children. It's been a premiere podcast in which you ruin your childhood. Um, so thank you so much for listening. Uh, if you like the show, you can support us in a number of ways. You can do so over, uh, like, socially on Twitter by uh, tweeting about us using the hashtag TOTCCast. We are also on Twitter at TOTCCast. Uh, if you want to send us any suggestions, you can do so. Um, our show really, really relies on suggestions. We really like them. So if you can send some to us, we'd really appreciate it. Uh, we also are on Facebook, facebook.com slash TOTCcast, uh, where we can also get more suggestions. We'd really like that too. Uh, you know, tell a friend. Leave a review on iTunes. Uh, five-star one, preferably. That helps us get through the algorithms. If you could tell your friends, we really do rely on word of mouth. More people that listen to us, the better the show gets. Um, if you want to put your money where your mouth is, you can do that by going over to patreon.com slash TOTCcast to give us a few dollars a month. There's a few rewards on there. We're still kind of working stuff out over on Patreon. Um, but if we get to certain goals, we'll do stuff like bad fan fiction readings and like game nights and stuff. Just just more ways we can hang out. That would be real cool. Um, and that's we're, we're, we're rapidly approaching the end of the show. Jay, have you enjoyed yourself? I have indeed. I always do this. I feel like I'm missing something. I've done socials. I've done reviews. I've done. It's always the same thing. Patron. I know, but like, I should just write it down and do a script. It's my fucking um, weekly oh. advice. <laughs> we have an. Oh, we also have another show called Not Saving the Realm. It's a D and D actual play podcast. Um, in which we do, we do it. Uh, as well as my friends Bonnie and Ben. We're gonna post our next episode next Tuesday. Uh, so shit happens there. It's real good. I think we. I think you'd enjoy it if you like us. You can go see that. Uh, also, I appeared uh, another quit spot before we end. I appeared on an episode of One Letter Better, which is produced by friend of the show Eamon Connolly. Um, it's real good. It's so funny. I'm so glad I did it because it was very good. So go check that. Go check out One Letter Better at OLB Pod on Twitter, um, and you can find One Letter Better wherever good podcasts are sold. Eamon is a much better podcaster than we are. He actually edits his show. So, uh, thank you so much for listening. Jay, do you have any parting advice you would like to give to the people, our listeners? I do. Also, check out my Twitter. Yeah. I do writing sometimes now. I forgot to mention that one. Oh, yeah. 
J underscore yeah. little one, and I'm at the and I'm at the Owen Piper. I tweet my opinions about video games and other things that don't matter. Uh, I also I also will tweet things about like video games that like spontaneously annoy me at random times. I'll be like, man, you know what fucking annoys me? And then I'll just go off on one about stun locking for like two hours. I and haven't even like, played a game with stun locking in it for like six months, but like fucking I hate stun locks. Fuck I this. hate stun locking. It's so annoying. It's worse in games like Bloodborne as well because you're like Bloodborne is so good until it stun locks you and then it's like everything wrong with the combat system hits you at once. Anyway, so yeah, any, part, any part, any parting advice? You need to find somebody who will treat you with the same reverence and love when you die that Sora does when he thinks Goofy dies in Kingdom Hearts 2, which is my favorite scene because <laughs> even as a child, I love that scene. Oh my god! It's even my as favorite. a child, I was like sat there with just an expression on my face that read, <laughs> "What?" I want you, okay, before we end, I want you to picture that if you've never played Kingdom Hearts 4, I want you to picture this. Fucking, just picture this for me, because it's fucking cute. I want you to picture an image of Goofy, the dog from from Disney, getting hit in the head with a rock, and, and fucking dying. Like, doesn't stand, he's, he, he lies there, dead, right? Fucking, Donald is grieving over his weeping, uh, weeping over his dead corpse body. He shuffled off this mortal coil. There's a pretty haired anime boy on, on the other side of Goofy, also lamenting his death. And Mickey Mouse says, they'll pay for this. Throws off his coat, draws a sword that is a key from his, from his ass, and goes and kills a bunch of monsters. It's fucking beautiful. Oh God. Please Google this scene if you haven't. My name's been Owen Piper. My name's been Jay Little. And you've been listening to Think of the Children, and we got it in one. Thank you so much for listening.